Welcome to The Intuitive Therapist with Janice R. Cohen, therapist, clairvoyant, empath, and medium. Listen in as she takes a no-nonsense deep dive into real human struggles and how to resolve them. Janice will share channeled information from her spirit guide team, as well as angels and archangels, to help you master your emotional, physical, financial, and spiritual destiny. And now, Janice R. Cohen. Hey, y'all, this is Janice Cohen, the Intuitive Therapist, here on the Intuitive Therapist podcast. Hope y'all are doing well. It is sunny here in Atlanta, gorgeous day, really hot, about the 90s here. So that's my favorite time, the summertime. Um, And I have to tell you, today is one of my most favorite podcasts I've ever done. This is real stuff I'm going to talk to you about. Not that I don't talk to you about real stuff, but uh, this perhaps for me is one of the most straight up uh, episodes that I've ever talked about. Um, And it's called Why You Need to Stop Giving a Fuck, How Every Pleaser in the World Needs to Hear This. Look, now y'all, y'all know I love a good curse word uh, when I talk to y'all and today is no different. So if you have sensitive ears and don't like the F word, you might want to listen to another episode of my podcast. But if you can stand hearing a curse word or two, well, maybe more than that today, y'all know how how I am, that isn't so ladylike from this lady, you'll benefit greatly from the content that I'm about to share with you. When I was little, the word fuck seemed like such a horrible word. I just couldn't bring myself to say it. In my mind back then, I thought that was the worst possible word a person could say. Now, well, I'm sure that both you and I could think of other words that are far more offensive than the F word. And of course, I, I wasn't raised to curse. That was a big no-no in my house. It wasn't until I reached probably late high school and uh, early college that the word fuck came in so damn handy. Y'all know what I mean, right? There have been so many things written about the F word, and I've even seen reports that say cursing makes you even a healthier and happier person. Look, I'm no field researcher on the subject of cursing, but I will say the word fuck has become one of my go-to exclamations when I'm feeling feelings that aren't so happy, like when I stub my toe or accidentally respond to a text that was meant for someone else. Y'all have done that, right? But I'm not going to go into the exploration of the history of cursing or the F-bomb. That's not what today's about. I'm here to talk about how you can start giving less of a fuck about the things that you don't need to and more of a fuck about the things that serve you. If you were to think about your life, like what you do on a daily basis, how much time, energy, and money you put into things that you truly wish you didn't have to or just really didn't want to in the first place, like, think about all of that. How many of you were raised to put others first, to play nice instead of honest, to say yes to things people asked you to do even when everything inside of you just wanted to scream, fuck no. In her magazine called O, Oprah always talks about what she knows for sure. And I'm here to share some of my hard-earned wisdom with you today in pretty much what I know for sure. If you were to sit down and write what mattered to you when you were in your 20s and 30s and 40s and 50s, 
And even if you're older than that listening to this podcast, I guarantee you that your list would begin to look like you had multiple personality disorder. I mean, what mattered to someone in their 20s is vastly different than what matters to somebody in their 40s. And even in each decade that we live, our values shift and our rules about what matters changes and what's right and wrong starts to look different. Life has a way of doing that, giving us opportunities every single freaking day to reorganize, review, and readjust our priorities. Hell, even the planets push us to do that. When Mercury, the the planet Mercury, uh, the planet of communication, changes course, especially during the retrograde phase, where the planet seems to like be moving backwards, that is a time for all the re's, reassess, readjust, remember, reassemble, revise, redefine, remove. There are tons more re's that describe the seven weeks of Mercury retrograde that occurs four times a year, but I think you get the gist of what happens in the retrograde retrograde phase of Mercury. You see, so even if we aren't cognizant of what's changed within us, or even the things that we need to look at, like what we value or need to start valuing and what we don't need to value anymore, life will make sure that we look at all of that shit. Life happens, so we have to look at that stuff anyway. And life will push us to change what matters to us and step up to the plate to act in our own enlightened self-interest, as my dad used to say. And that's what this episode is about. It's time to look at what is a waste of your freaking time and how your efforts can be more fruitfully spent with focused intention and deliberate decision-making and action about what you keep doing and what you need to stop giving a fuck about doing. It's really easy math, y'all. Life is what we make it. I always tell my clients that once you know something, you can't know it. You can't deny it. You can't pretend that you forgot that you knew it or compartmentalize your knowledge enough so that you think you never knew in the first place. You can't unknow something once it makes itself known to you. Your unconscious never forgets, even if your ego packs it away nicely and puts a bow on it, way out of reach of your conscious mind. Sometimes when we hear someone else talk about something in a new way, we can give ourselves permission to adopt that way of thinking. We can find some way for the new knowledge to fit in if we believe that it will benefit us. The basis of the work that I do with clients, bottom line, is to help them adopt different, healthy, and alternative ways of thinking and perceiving things in their lives so that they can give themselves permission to not only do things differently, but to see themselves in vastly different ways than they ever thought that they could see themselves. My hope today with this episode is that in one or all of these ways that I talk about, you can give yourself permission to stop caring about the shit that doesn't really matter in your life and to start truly focusing on wholeheartedly the stuff that makes your soul sing. In other words, stop giving a fuck about the stuff that doesn't make you a better person and start giving a fuck about what does. So I'm going to share with you seven things that I believe you should stop giving a fuck about. There's so many more things, but I didn't want to make this such a long, drawn-out message today. I wanted to really make it power-packed. So just see how these things resonate with you. 
First, stop giving a fuck about what others think. You are not alone at all if you compare yourself in some way or always to other people. You know as well as I do that what other people think, it really doesn't matter. 99% of people truly don't give a shit about what happens to you. Yes, there are certain people in your life that do, but most people really don't care. And the majority of people are only really kind of curious about what other people do in their lives. They like to be voyeuristic. Trust me. People find out information in one minute and in the next, they've moved on to the next juicy bit of gossip. There's always going to be somebody who disapproves of you in some way. And you know why? Because they have their own way of doing things and they feel that you should be doing things their way. People who spend time judging others are actively avoiding dealing with their own shit. There's a saying, if you spot it, you got it. Remember that. Anyone who judges somebody else for their behavior has some degree, if not the entire problem themselves, or they haven't dealt with an aspect of themselves that they're projecting on you. When you give the power to what other people think, you are, in essence, living your life for them. People will always judge. Remember that. You know what doesn't feel integrity-filled for you. You know when you're out of integrity with yourself. That is what you need to give a fuck about. You can bank on the fact that someone will disapprove uh, and disapprove more often than they will approve. The most successful people don't give a rat's ass about what other people think. So why do you? Just do you. Number two, stop giving a fuck about being right and start giving a fuck about being happy. How much time do you spend trying to win an argument, approving your point, to try and get someone to align with you or believe what you're saying? If you're investing that much time in doing that, then you're wasting your time. People have a right to their opinions, just as you do. And being right all the time doesn't leave you much room to be happy, at least with other people. That's my opinion. You may be right a lot, but you may find yourself in the boxing ring with just yourself after it's all said and done. Being right alienates others. If in your significant relationships you need to pull the I'm right card, then you need to get some other cards in your deck because you'll need them sooner or later. Don't be right. Be happy. Number three, stop giving a fuck about the past. I always tell people this, you can't wish for a better past, so stop wishing and start creating an awesome present. You can't change what happened no matter how much you try to bargain with the past. It will never change. So accept it, forgive yourself, and move on. The past will always have its place in your life, but let it serve you as a motivator of what not to do again or what to do differently. Learn from it, not wallow in it. The amount of power and influence that your past has over you is the amount that you give to it. Bid adieu to what you see in your rearview mirror and focus on what's right in front of you. The chance uh, to give a fuck about what's happening in the now and how you can uh, be awesome in this moment is way more valuable than keeping your nose and your eyes in the past. Number four, stop giving a fuck about fearing change. 
Look, I know firsthand how terrifying change can be. You're in a relationship that you think is awesome, and then something happens and you break up. Or you feel too damn insecure in a relationship and are trying to hold on to something or someone so that you can feel like you matter. Or you hate your job and really want to go tell your boss to suck it and then walk out, but you stay, and then sooner or later you get fired. Or someone you love dies and your whole world is shaken up like a snow globe and nothing will settle, or so it seems. Or suddenly you have a completely unexpected health scare that forces you how that forces you to completely change your life. The more you give your time, energy, and money to keeping things the same and fearing change, in other words, giving a fuck about being fearful instead of fearless, you're investing in all of the wrong things. Once you figure out that even in the worst of times, you get to wake up the next morning and make some different decisions, that is what you need to give a fuck about. Tell fear to go fuck off and expect that everything can and will change on a dime. That is what you can rely on. Change. And you have what it takes to pivot and reinvent yourself at any moment. Number five, stop giving a fuck about what you don't have. I am as guilty as anyone of wanting what other people have. Hell, I've spent much of my life wishing that I had children Uh, The the top-of-the-line 7 Series fully loaded BMW. I still dream about that. Uh, A gorgeous house right on the beach. Still dream about that. And being an internationally famous singer, dancer, and actor like J-Lo. Yeah, kind of still dream about that. But that ain't what is going on. I don't have that going on right now. Not that I couldn't do and have all that. But when when I would think about that, think about these things that I don't have, the only thing that it left me was pain and kind of emptiness. So I've caught myself. I still catch myself. And I tell myself that focusing on lack only brings not only feelings of lack and sadness, but it brings more lack, y'all. People, do you hear me? Focusing on lack brings more lack. So stop giving a fuck about what you don't have and start giving a fuck about what you do. Be so freaking grateful for your God-given gifts like your sight your brain power, your determination, your ability to see, hear, walk, and talk, that you give power only to that. You will never have the life that someone else has. God didn't design us to be like that, to be like each other, because each of us has different and yummy stuff inside of us that we owe it to the world to express and share in divine timing. And each of us has soul lessons that others will never ever have. You have no clue what lessons lie in someone's path, even when they have all of the freaking money in the world and they have a seemingly perfect freaking life on Facebook. Give a fuck about being grateful. Give a fuck about serving others and making this world a better place. And I promise you, when you do that, your priorities will put you in exactly the right place with exactly the right people at exactly the right time to get all of the abundance that is rightfully and divinely yours. Six, stop giving a fuck about seeking revenge. When I was 12, and y'all have heard this story, if you've either read my book or listened to a previous podcast, I was severely bullied when I was in seventh grade, humiliated, just 
terrible. It was torture every single day for six months. Didn't matter where I went. People laughed at me, taunted me, excluded me, humiliated me, ostracized me. There was one ringleader who made my life utter hell. And I used to dream of stringing her up by her limbs and torturing the shit out of her. Seriously, I'd spend hours when I was younger imagining how much I could physically hurt her, making her suffer so that she could feel just one ounce of the pain that she caused me over the six-month period of time. But guess what? Not only did I never do that, but the more I thought about it, the only thing that happened was that I continued to suffer, not her. She had no fucking clue that I was obsessed about that. She was living her life, being all happy, jolly, a uh, popular chick, and I was stuck in my pain. What about all those crazy-ass people who slash tires or destroy the property of their ex-romantic partners who've betrayed them or hurt them? I mean, I'm sure you know of someone who's plotted revenge on someone or who has even enacted revenge. Where's it gotten them? Jail time? Guilt? The label of psycho ex? There's a saying, karma's a bitch, so I don't have to be. If you want to create future karma that is 10 times or even 100 times as revengeful as you want to be, then go retaliate. And even on the flip side of that, you want to create future karma that's 10 times or even 100 times as amazing and abundant, then go do some really great things. Just go do some crazy shit and see what happens to you, in, even in the next moment. Remember I told you about my bullying Queen Bee? Well, my thoughts just stayed thoughts, and here's the freaking kicker. Years later, her father was hauled off to jail for fraud and embezzlement, and she was publicly shamed. Not that I would ever wish now that other people suffer, but I'm sure that her public humiliation from that, it was her father's karma showing up for him, caused her maybe a smidgen of pain. And I didn't need to do a damn thing but live my life and work on being a better person by helping others in my work who were bullied to become more powerful. You see, there was gifts in my pain, and I funneled them effectively. I helped other people. Nice, huh? Number seven, stop giving a fuck about failing. Failures are part of life and no one can avoid them. We fail when we don't make the grade on the test that we want to make. We fail when our dating relationships and marriages end. We fail when we compete in sports and come in a hair behind the person who wins first place. Failures are nothing more than teaching moments and learning opportunities. If you give a fuck about what a failure you are and all of the times you've screwed up, instead of focusing on what you can learn to do, uh, to do things differently, then you are wasting your precious time and energy on the wrong things. There is no failure, y'all. I'm going to say it again. There is no failure. That's just what you, uh, you perceive and how you define yourself. And you have the power to change how you define yourself. Failures are just opportunities not only to learn, but to do things better to find a better romantic partner, to find a better job, to find a better strategy to win and succeed. That is the fuck's honest truth. Drop the embarrassment, 
the shame, the self-doubt, all the martyrdom, all the crap that keeps you feeling like, woe is me. All that stuff does is just holds up your growth and dulls your light. And why would you want to inhibit either of those? Pick yourself up and move forward. Your resilience and the beacon of you. What I'm trying to say is your resilience and the beacon of light that you could be for those who are looking to you for leadership and modeling is bigger than you could ever even imagine. I once heard of someone saying that we needed to have a fuck budget. And this w- this made me laugh. So f- where fuck budgets are where we allow uh, and allocate our time, money, and energy to what really matters in our lives. So start diversifying your f- fuck budget portfolio and living your life like a freaking rock star. It's up to you how you live your life. I'm just trying to be the voice of reason when the other voices in your head are trying to be unreasonable. Like I said, I truly enjoyed putting this together, talking to you. This is stuff that I truly believe in. And I hope on some level you have found one or all of these uh, uh, nuggets uh, important, valuable, and that maybe it gets you to think twice about the stuff that you're wasting your time, energy, and money on. This life is for you. You got to live it in the way you need to live it. If you're gay, if you're straight, if you're transgender, if you're tattooed, if uh, you're weird and you like to do things your own way and nobody gets you, or if you are uh, uh, a rigid and uh, uh, tightly wound person, but you're happy, who cares? Be you. Live your life. People will say you only have one life, but you know me, I don't believe in that. Uh, I believe in past lives. I believe in reincarnation and all that. So I'm not going to say you only have one life. But in this moment, you do have this life. So give a fuck about what you make of it. You need help? Give me a call. Give my office a call at 404-558-3971. Email me, Janice at JaniceRCohen.com. If you like this podcast, if it's helped you, if it's shaken you up a bit, good. Then hop on over to iTunes, rate and review uh, my podcast. Let other people know if you find value in these episodes. And uh, I also wanted to tell you I've got some great guests coming up uh, in the next few weeks. They're going to be sprinkled in. So uh, keep an eye and an ear open for all these cool people that are going to come across your path. I wish you a blessed week, a wonderful day, and as always, live intuitively. Thanks for listening to The Intuitive Therapist with Janice R. Cohen. If you like what you heard, the best compliment you can give us is to share this podcast with a friend and subscribe, rate, and review at iTunes. 